morning as we turn our attention to education is the superintendent of schools for District 622, Christine Tucci-Rosorio, as it's time now to chat with Christine. Good morning. Good morning, Freddie. How are you? Unbelievable. Good to be back. Well, I'm glad you're back. Uh, two weeks in a row, and I'm telling you what, every time I turn on the news, a superintendent, uh, we're hearing about education and the back and forth with parents and districts about how to get school started this fall. What are you going through with 622? What updates do you have for families? Oh, my goodness. It's been a wild ride. I, I keep saying this is the summer that never was because we, we really never took any breaks this summer. Um, yesterday or a couple of days ago, I did my welcome back with my administrators, and it wasn't even a welcome back. We've been we've been together all summer, so that was really interesting. But um, you know, we, you know, the governor made that announcement on uh, July 30th about how there was a whole big booklet of guidelines of how schools had to reopen, and so of course we all took that and start scrambling. A lot of it is based on your own county level data of COVID incidents. And then there's all these guidelines about it. So we, we scrambled, we surveyed our parents. We had many surveys of our teachers and staff and people who work in buildings. And, and um, it took us a while, but we finally got our, our plan um, shared out with families on Monday of this past week. This past week. Um, we have decided that we are going to take the first couple weeks and do distance learning. That's the online stuff, right? So mm-hmm. get that platform really up and running. Everybody on it, everybody, like, you know, we, we want to make sure every family is connected to the Internet. If they have Internet problems, we're going to help them figure it out. Um, we're even going to be paying for some connections for people to get online if they need it. Um, and then and we are, you know, um, handing out devices, laptops for everybody. Uh, the littlest kids get a tablet, you know, like one of those tablets. It's kind of like an iPad, but a different brand. Right. And then we, we're going to get everybody in the platforms. And then we're going to start bringing kids back, but we're not going to bring them all back at the same time. So we're going to split every class in half and bring them every other day. So it's going to be, but we want to make sure everyone's working in the online platform first, because we know that even if you're coming every other day, obviously you're still learning online. So we want to make sure everybody's connected and we'll be doing a lot of meetings with families. But even in the beginning, we're going to bring in some of our um, English language learners and our special needs students to do one-on-one or small group help right away. So yeah, that's kind of our plan. Uh, get everybody connected. So that happens in the first two weeks. Then what happens uh, after that with week three, week four, and so on? So week three, we'll start bringing in the elementary age students. They're going to come to school every other day. And then um, we're not even going to bring our, our middle and high school kids until week five. So they're going to have a month of online learning. And part of the reason for that is that, you know, an elementary teacher has 25 students or so. A, high, a middle or a high school teacher has 150 right because they see six six classes a day we want to have a little more time with the middles and high schools because we're mapping out every single hallway transition period to make sure we can keep people six feet apart when the bell rings between classes and that's not an easy task so it's every other day in the building and then online so monday i'm online tuesday i'm at home Yep, actually, it's going to be two days a week in building. So if I'm a student, I, if I'm a student on the A day, I'm I'll come Monday, Tuesday, and then the rest of the week I'm online. And if I'm a B day student, I come Thursday, Friday. All students are going to be online on Wednesdays because that's the teacher's day to kind of really do the online stuff face to face with classes as well. So 
It's a complicated schedule and a complicated busing schedule. I'll tell you something we had to do is we're because we want to make sure that let's say if you're a 12th grader and you've got a sibling who's in kindergarten, we want that same house to be on an A day, right? So we can't have one. So we're we're organizing all our student information data so that when we run the bus schedules or who's on an A day and who's on a B day, we keep all, everybody in the same household on the same day, whether you're A day or B day. So that that way the whole house can, you know, go to school on the same day. There's a lot of details that go into this. A massive scheduling issue. So what what are some of the other details? I know you, you were looking at classroom and temperature checks, and I just heard Anthony Fauci saying this morning that the temperature checks are not necessarily uh, foolproof because, you know, with the summer, kids are hot and the, the temperatures are all over the place. How are you all managing that? It is so true. You know, one of the things we've said, and we, we work under this guideline, we all just need to assume everybody has COVID, right? I mean, it, if we are going to act differently because we think someone doesn't have it, that's the problem. You know, COVID can be asymptomatic. You can have no symptoms, still be spreading it. So what we tell everybody is act as if everybody has it and, and be safe. So um, we are, we're literally, we took maps of our school and looked at the, we have maps of square footage of every hallway, every classroom, every office to see how many students we can fit in there six feet apart so they're not near each other. And then everybody's going to have to wear masks, of course. But then we're doing things like some hallways in our middle and high schools are going to have to be one-way traffic because they're too narrow. We don't want kids passing each other. Uh, maybe a wider hallway can be two-way traffic, but we're going to have tape on the floor and signs and it's going to be, how do we figure out how to get everybody past walking down those hallways together? We are actually working on our air ventilation system. So um, making sure we have more air exchange with our uh, HVAC system. So how many more times a day can we have fresh air brought in? And so we're trying, you know, we're really upping them to the maximum air exchanges. The filters, we, there, I've learned about filters. There's something called a MERV rating, which means how, how much it filters out the air. And we're getting the highest MERV rating filters that the systems can handle, all these things. And we're even um, having an isolation room. So if every sick kid goes to the nurse's office, then the nurse's office becomes kind of a contamination area, right? Right. So we have a separate room in every building we're figuring out um, where you can put somebody who may have COVID symptoms. And guess what? We're turning off the air exchange from the HVAC system to that room so that air doesn't get recycled in the building. And we're putting a separate air purifier just in that room so it can have its own air exchange system going on there. Isn't that crazy? Like, all these details. But, you know, you don't want the kid who goes to the nurse's office with a bloody nose to be next to somebody who's got COVID symptoms. So we can't have that be the place where everybody's, everybody's sitting there. So, I mean, all kinds of details. If a student forgets a mask, we've got the bus drivers are going to carry some extra masks so that if a student tries to get on the bus and forgot theirs, there's one right there for them to put on. Um, it's all kinds of details. It's, it's quite amazing. Well, I'm afraid to ask you about more details, but what are the next steps, Christine Tucci Osorio? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I could talk for two hours about details. Uh, next step, I'll tell you right now, the first thing we're trying to figure out to finalize our schedules is have our families tell us. Every family, by the way, this is true of every district in Minnesota, for anybody who's listening, not just our district. Everybody has the right to keep their child home in distance learning, regardless of what plan the school puts out. So mm -hmm. that's that's part of the governor's order in Minnesota. So um, right now we're asking all our families to fill out a form and let us know if they are going to keep their child home 
entirely for distance learning because that'll help us build our schedule who's on the A day, who's on the B day. We need to know who's not coming in at all and who's going to just stay online with us. So, so figuring all that out and our, our families have until Monday to finish filling out that form, how they want to register. Of course, somebody could change their mind if they need to, but we just need to get the idea of basically how many are planning that. So once we know that, then we can figure out all of our A day groups, our B day groups and um, get the scheduled hosting for that, going for that. But I'll tell you the other thing, we have so many questions coming from parents and our own employees, of course. So um, next week, we've set up a couple of really large live Zoom events, like kind of like a town hall meeting. But, mm-hmm. but of course, we have to do it on Zoom because we can't bring all those people in one space. So we're going to have a big town hall meeting where parents can ask their questions. We're going to do one next Wednesday at four in English, and we're going to do one in Spanish the next day uh the 20th at four. So just to kind of make sure everybody has an opportunity. Sometimes you, you email a question or you send it in, but have somebody explain it or, or, you know, talk it through a little bit, helps people a little with more of the details. So that's kind of what we're trying to work on right now is lots of communication. Well, final thoughts this morning, Superintendent Osorio. Yes. Okay. First of all, if, if you've seen those videos coming out of that Georgia school, I've, it's we been have. all over the news, right? Those kids crammed in a hallway. Nobody's wearing a mask. I think I heard that there's like hundreds and hundreds of people now being quarantined at home for that school that opened. You know, schools in the South, they open a lot earlier than we do up North. And um, I just want to tell everybody, what you see on the news happening in that Georgia school and other places, that is not happening in Minnesota. Minnesota has very different rules about how we even can open our schools. And so um, that's really important to know. The other thing is safety is just our top priority. And And even though we're looking at our county data, um, and my school district's in two counties, Washington County and Ramsey County, um, we're looking at county-level data, but we're also going to be looking at school data, even classroom data. And it won't take but a minute, and we will shut down a classroom or a whole school if we see uh, positive cases starting to pop up or, you know, we're going to watch it so closely. And we'll shut down the minute we have to if if we need to. So safety is really a top priority for us. So whatever you're seeing on the news from some of the national situations happening in schools, Minnesota is very different. How can we get more information for uh, for the families who miss some of this and they want more detail? Well, I'll tell you what. Our school district website, isd622.org. We are North St. Paul, Maplewood, Oakdale, and part of Woodbury and Landfall. So go check out our website. And honestly... Even if you're in another district, a lot of us, are, we're, all of us superintendents are talking to each other. So we all have very similar information out there. But ours is isd622.org. And check us out. We're putting, and we're updating information every day along the way. Well, with the toughest job in America, Superintendent Tucci Osorio. Christine <laughs> Tucci Osorio, thank you for being with us. And uh, our prayers are out for you and all the students and families in your district. Thank you so much, Freddie. Great to chat with you this morning. You as well. Thank you.